Kingdom love can be summed up in a couple of statements. One being, I love you, God. And another being, I love you, brother. Or, I love you, sister. Matthew twenty two thirty seven. it is very clear. They're listing the two great commandments. The first is that you love God. The second is that you love people who have the spirit of God living within them. His breath is on the inside of them. And in order to get to the place that you are walking in a true Christian lifestyle, you are walking in the footsteps of Jesus, there is a word you are not going to be able to jump over, sneak around. Um, There's just absolutely no shortcut. You are going to have to face forgiveness over and over and over and over and over and over again. There's a reason that Peter said, how many times? How, how many times are we supposed to forgive? He put religion on a relationship thing with God. How many times? And then you look in 1 Corinthians 13 where love and perfect relationship is defined. And it says you keep no record. No record. So you ain't even counting. Because you can't keep a record. Forgiveness is a word we avoid, we overlook, or we hear it and we are very familiar with it. The word familiar is where we get the word family. And family sometimes are the easiest people to be totally rude and disrespectful to. You're in the house of God. You've got your Bible. You're worshiping. You're greeting everybody with a smile and a handshake and a hug. And, and you are polite and excuse me and no you go first don't worry about me and then you go home and you're like ripping things to pieces and you're cussing everybody out and you know you're moody and you're angry and and you let you let everybody have it because it's what we're familiar with and oftentimes the word forgiveness is just another thing we are familiar with and we often treat it like we treat our family we just overlook it We ignore it. We take it for granted. We forget its power and its importance. We forget how precious it is. Forgiveness um, becomes something we think we've already done. And so we just continue moving. No, forgiveness is something as a Christian, you will probably have to do every single day. You see the news, you have to forgive. You are reminded of your past. You have to forgive yourself. You are disregarded, overlooked. You are used, you are abused, you get around people who tell you they will serve you, love you, they want to be brothers and sisters with you till kingdom come and they reject you, stab you in the back, ignore you, Um, whatever the case may be, forgiveness. Forgiveness is the only way in a Christian life and forgiveness only comes through love. You are in love with God and you truly love people. That causes you to be able to forgive. This story in the book of Acts, um, chapter 7, absolutely blows my mind with Stephen being stoned. Stephen loved God, and he truly loved people. And he's preaching his last sermon when Paul, who was a murderer, became one of the greatest messengers of the kingdom of God, um, and some fellow haters, Pharisees, religious Um, demonically influenced people murdered him. And so he preaches this sermon um, 
about Jesus and the whole process of why Jesus came and all of these things. And in verse 50, 54 of chapter 7, it says, When they heard these things, they were overtaken with violent rage, filling their souls, and they gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, overtaken with great faith, was full of the Holy Spirit, and he fixed his gaze into the heavenly realm and saw the glory and splendor of God and Jesus, who stood up at the right hand of God. And Stephen said, Look, I can see the heavens opening and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God to welcome me home. So these men have their eyes fixed on Stephen in hatred. And Stephen has his eyes fixed on God. And then if you jump down to verse 59, it says, As they hurled stone after stone at him, Stephen prayed, Our Lord Jesus, accept my spirit into your presence. He crumpled to his knees and he shouted in a loud voice, Our Lord. This is the last thing we have recorded of Stephen saying, Our Lord, don't hold this sin against them. And then he died. Don't hold this sin against them. In other words, our Lord, forgive them. <laughs> How was Stephen, while being stoned, able to say forgive them? It's very clear. Stephen had his gaze fixed on the heavenly realm. Stephen had his eyes fixed on Jesus we know that we can operate in forgiveness when our eyes remain on Jesus Christ. I live for you. I, I, I expect only to be loved by you. I expect only you to adore me because you saved me through the cross. I expect an unending, unconditional faithfulness from you because that's what the, the word of God describes of your character. I expect that only for you. I don't put that on man. I don't demand you to love me in that way. I don't demand you to love me in only the way that the Lord has loved me. I'm not going to crucify you to prove to myself that you're willing to die for me when someone's already done that for me. My gaze remains fixed on Jesus, the one who's already done all of that for me. So it takes the pressure off of you. And now should you hurt me, our Lord, forgive them. Don't hold it against them. Should, should you throw a stone at my soul, my eyes are fixed on Jesus, I'm able to say, don't hold that against them. And so when we as a body operate in forgiveness, we're able to do that only because of where our eyes are fixed. So if you cannot forgive and you cannot continually walk in a pattern of forgiveness, it's because your eyes have moved from Jesus Christ and the expectation you place on him based on who he says he is. And you have moved that expectation to man. I expect you to make wrong right. I expect you to be crucified. I expect for you to be nailed down. I expect for you to come forward and to say you're sorry. I expect for you to do these things. I expect for you to love me. I expect for you to clothe me. I expect for you to adore me. I expect for you to serve me, to wash my feet. And you put an ungodly expectation on people. And that's why we're able to walk in unforgiveness. Because we have not given the role of loving us completely to Jesus. We're giving that to everybody else. So if you hurt me, I feel personally betrayed because I gave you something. Well, if I 
have my eyes fixed on Jesus, the only one who can ever really give perfection to us. I won't expect you to be crucified for the things that you've done against me. And I will remember, because if my eyes are fixed on Jesus, I will remember I crucified the Lord. I put Jesus on the cross. Looking at him reminds me, wow, you have so forgiven me. You have so washed me. You have so set me free. You have cleaned my hands of a murderous act against the Son of God. How could I dare hold something against a brother or a sister? How could I dare make them pay when you have not made me pay? And so when you are going to walk in a state of I love you toward people, this word is like massive. You cannot overlook it. You cannot get around it. You will have to forgive. And you will more than likely have to forgive every day, multiple times a day without keeping score. That does not mean that you let somebody abuse you um, and constantly, constantly put you in a place of, of pain. Of course not. But you forgive that person as you move forward. You forgive that person and you release them as you move on into a new place. But some people God is going to assign to you that are going to hurt you. They they aren't going to know how to be loved by you. They aren't going to know how to receive your love. They're not going to know um, that they don't have to be suspicious about you. They don't have to wait for you to betray them. They don't have to wait for you to leave them. They don't know that yet. And it will take years for you to show them who you are in their lives. And in that process, you're going to have to forgive a million times. But love forgives 70 times 7. Basically, what Jesus was saying is it's infinite. We forgive an infinite number of times. And so my encouragement to you as a lover of God who wants your message to be to the world, I love you, brother. I love you, sister. I want to love you into the kingdom of God. I want us to be family on earth and and then to be family in heaven. I want us to have an eternal connection that has no time because we're connected by spirit. You're going to have to forgive. You're going to have to let go of every single thing that has been done to you, everything that's been done against you, every word that has been spoken, you're going to have to say, I forgive them. I release them. Our Lord, do not hold that against them. Do not hold it against them. I forgive them. I forgive them. I know that they hurt me because they have been hurt. I know that they hate me because somebody has hated them. I know that they reject me because they have been deeply rejected. That is not mine to carry. You love me. You set the standard of if I'm worthy to be loved. And you loved me to the cross. That's my truth. Their actions do not define my truth. I forgive them and I release them from that. And I, I accept your perfect love for me. I accept your sacrifice over my life. Your obedience to God over my life. That is what proved how loved I am. That's the standard. Not what this person did to me. Not what these people did to me. Not what they said. And so I forgive them. 
I release that and I let it go. And while they stare at me with hatred, I stare at you with love and awe. And I ask you in that place, forgive them. You want to be a true Christian? You want to walk in the I love you of heaven? Forgive, 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 and forgive again, and forgive again, and forgive, and forgive, and forgive, and forgive again, and continue giving, and continue being generous, and continue being kind, and continue being sweet, and continue being caring, continue being compassionate, continue being over the top with kingdom love. Continue forgiving. Father, we ask for your help. We ask for your help to forgive. We ask for Holy Spirit's help to allow us to release these demands we have placed on people to pay us back, to make things right, to turn them around, to say things, to do things, to right wrongs. And we depend on you. We depend on you to make wrong right. We depend on you to love us, to heal us. We depend on you, Father, to make every single wrong right again. We do not demand that from man who is hurting and broken. We do not demand that from our brother and sister. No, Father, we know that it comes from you. We ask you to do the healing. We ask you to do the arranging. We ask you to do the surgery. We ask you to turn things around. We ask you to make our hearts whole and and to remove their grip from us. Remove the bruises from their grip that has held us for so long and help us to walk in a total attitude of constant forgiveness the same way that you walk in that toward us. We love you and as we look at you right now, we forgive every single person who has ever heard us. In Jesus' name.